Good morning, everyone. I'm President and Founder of Agile, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. As we approach the middle of the week, I thought it would be interesting for us to talk more about something that's very easy to understand, but something that a lot of people get confused about. And I think that this principle of Scrum, if you will, or principle of Agile overall, I mean, it's, it's an overarching thing, but it's something that is a term that many people tend to go eek when they hear it. When we talk about empirical process control, and when we talk about the three pillars, which are transparency, inspection, and, and, and adaptation, I think that a lot of times we either try to understand, but we, we don't get our head completely around it, because I think there's more to it than just what the surface says. So today, I hope that we can just dive a little bit deeper into each one of these and help you see how these three pillars of Scrum can really help you uh, get organized around what you're trying to do with regard to your Agile transformation. So let's start out with transparency. Now, transparency, in my opinion, is one of the key techniques that makes Agile tick. It's one of the things that makes Agile work. And perhaps that's why it was identified as one of the three pillars. If you can't be transparent about the things you're working on, first of all, that, that's going to make sure that, uh, that, you, that if you keep transparent about what you're working on, you, you're not going to be successful because people are always going to question, well, what else are you working on or what else is going on? And I think it's also important that if you can't be transparent about what will fit inside of a sprint or what won't fit or what you can do or what you don't have capabilities to do. Transparency is just so important. One of the lessons that I teach at home to my children is that the number one thing that you can do wrong in our house is to be dishonest. It's, it's one of those things where we thrive on honesty. We thrive on having each other's, uh, we, take, we take up for each other and we have each other's back when things go wrong, as long as we know that we can be honest. Uh, speaking from my own personal experience, it's a lot harder. You know, my early formative years, I had trouble with this and it's a lot harder to continue to try to fabricate a story than it is to just tell the truth. So I think it's important that when we start talking about transparency, that transparency also incorporates honesty. It incorporates integrity. It incorporates radical candor speaking. It incorporates psychological safety. It incorporates being an advocate for standing up for the truth and for for talking openly about the things that, that mean the most to you. It also incorporates leadership. It incorporates a lot of different things. And I think that sometimes when we think of transparency, we just think on the surface of, oh, just showing everybody what's in JIRA. And, and that's not necessarily what was intended when we spoke about transparency. So I believe as a pillar, transparency is important, but it's important for us to dig a little deeper and ask ourselves as a person, as a human, as an, as, as an individual, are we being transparent? Are we being open and honest in all the things that we're doing? I think it's also important to add, once we understand that, are we as an organization being transparent about what we're doing and how we're doing it and how we're going about implementing Agile? Are we doing all the things that are necessary in order for us to maintain transparency? The second pillar is inspection. And like, like I said, I want to dig beyond just, are we taking a second look at what's going on, right? Or are we looking a little deeper, right? I want to, I want to dig a little deeper in inspection. I know that sounds like, you know, uh, inception, but, but I want to make sure you understand that inspection is more than just taking a deeper look. 
for me, inspection is about uh, a step of analyze. It's a step of evaluate. It's a step of making certain that we understand what is good and bad about something. Inspection doesn't always mean we find fault. Inspection could mean that we find truth. Inspection could mean that we find uh, discovery. Inspection could mean that we uh, discover that there are many things that we missed or that there are many things that we did great. And I think that oftentimes these pillars are tied to something either good or bad, when in truth, if you're doing them correctly, you'll have a little bit of both. You'll discover things in inspection that you didn't anticipate, that may be things that aren't good news, but you may also discover a lot of things that are, are very good news. And I think that if we really hone in on inspection and say, hey, we're going to do inspection in such a way that we engage and appreciate the findings, that we that we learn from those findings, right? That we take those no matter what they are, positive or negative, and that we respect and appreciate inspection. That's gonna help us to really understand it better and it's gonna help us to engage. Finally, the third one is adaptation. Now adaptation in many minds, uh, at least this is the one that people struggle with the most in my opinion. And that's now that we learn things, we need to make change. Uh, I've been in many organizations where they say, we are ready for change. We just want you to make sure that we're doing the same exact thing we're doing now, but agilify it. Sprinkle a little scrum dust on it. Let's make it just a little bit better than it was. And I don't know that that's what was meant by adaptation, right? I think adaptation also doesn't mean let's change everything all at once. We're going to start from scratch, from ground zero, and just tear down everything we're currently doing. You know, that's not good either. So when I think of adaptation... I often think of the ways that uh, the, the one form, the one, the one thing that comes to my mind right away is a Formula One race car that goes into a pit stop of sorts, right? Uh, or a NASCAR that goes in a pit, you know, how quickly they can uh, assess what's wrong, make the changes and get it back on the road. Now, is it perfect? Do they always remember to do everything or do they always get everything done in that short, you know, milliseconds of time that they have? They don't. But adaptation takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. And I think that oftentimes, you know, like we discussed yesterday, it, it, it's, it's that sometimes we don't understand what adaptation is. And, and as a result of not understanding what adaptation is, we don't know how to do it correctly. And this is where I strongly, strongly, strongly promote, whether it's my company or another company, you find a really strong agile coach that can come in and help you with adaptation. Because I think that we need to understand one of the topics we talked about last week, where you are now and where you hope to get to. I think that's important to understand both of those because we don't understand where you are today and set the benchmark there, set the baseline there. We need to meet you where you are. And I think that that's something that a lot of people don't do with adaptation. Their version of adaptation is everyone should be here. So that's where we're headed. And that's the golden key, if you will. When adaptation really means Let's figure out where you are now. Let's meet you where you are now. And let's figure out what the steps are that we need to take to get you from level one to level two or from level two to level three. It's not trying to aim for perfect on the first try. So I hope this information was helpful for you. And I hope it dug a little deeper so that you understand what the three pillars of Scrum are and why they're so incredibly important. I think it's something that we all should embrace. And I think it's something that once we get our head around it, we'll be able to do, we'll be able to achieve greater business agility and do bigger and better things without a whole lot of assistance from the outside. So as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.